podcast. My name is Stephen Watson. And I'm Neil Grogan. And today uh, we are releasing our first uh, podcast on Lent. Woo! So we're late. We're late. So we, <laughs> we have seven, seven weeks in Lent. Uh, Lent is the 40 days prior to Easter Sunday. Yep. And those 40 days prior to Easter Sunday kind of set aside as a let's let's really prepare our hearts for Easter mm. let's prepare our minds uh, to celebrate the resurrection of Christ and it's one of those things where I think oftentimes we forget but oftentimes before we can really celebrate the good news we got to focus on the bad news yeah why what makes it good <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well know. and that's really like I feel like so much of our culture in our world today like they just want to talk about the positive and the good sure. God is love, but they don't want to talk about like that we are sinful side, holiness and justice. And... Yeah, so that's that's what that's what Lent is about. Lent is about putting being conscious of your rebellion, being conscious of our rebellion, and then mourning it. Right? Like, um, I feel like uh, this American gospel type of, which is a false gospel. The idea is to pursue personal happiness, to be as smiley and as exuberant as possible. And that's not uh, to say that we don't have joy, but what I'm saying is joy and this temporary happiness is two different things, right? Mm. What our joy should deepen as our more our mourning increases when we're mourning our sin, right? Yeah. Because we should be embracing Christ in the process. And that's the... the idea of Lent, right? It's that we're mourning our sin. We should be mourning our sin and considering those things and do you th- th- do that th- should drive us home into Christ. Do you think that's true of all suffering? Like, so that the focusing on on the the fact that we need redemption and our sinfulness mm-hmm. increases a heightened joy right. of the salvation we have in Christ. Would you say that there's a parallel between any suffering that we might go through? Like, like someone faces a deep loss in their life. Sure. Uh, should should the deepness of their loss then correspond like with, with this hope yeah. that we have? Yeah. Well, where is the hope found? Yeah. Hope is found in Christ. Yeah, right. Hope is found in his restoration of all things. Mm-hmm. And so like having felt a great loss in this life means corresponding, it increases our joy future in the future and that hope that Christ will restore things right you know should should even start to elevate us even now in this life absolutely yeah I mean that's the whole idea of a lament right is that we're brought we're brought low by either our sin or our trial or our mm-hmm. suffer or hardship right but in that bringing being brought low there's this ascent into who God is, mm-hmm. right? As we consider who Jesus is and what he's done for us and the passion and resurrection. And that brings us up out of the mire yeah. of whether it's our sin or it's our suffering. Um, as we, you know, pursue Christ and, and celebrate uh, this redemption that we have yeah, uh, or future redemption that we have or future hope that we have. Right. I can't remember if it was Tim Keller or C.S. Lewis, mm-hmm. which is kind of the same thing because Tim Keller is like a reincarnate 
C.S. Yeah. Lewis. We don't believe in reincarnation no, we and don't. Christ can meet you. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's one of those things where it's like, I want to say C.S. Lewis in the Chronicles of Narnia, like having lost something mm-hmm. and then like having it found again. Like, in, like our joy is greater having lost it and having gotten it back than had we never lost it ever mm. before. Mm. And almost like whenever Christ returns and he establishes his kingdom on earth, the losses that we have on earth are going to be multiplied of having lost it, but then having it restored to us in the kingdom to come. Yeah, and and, and, and increase, right? And increase. Yeah. And I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. Like if you if you if you lose a child on this life, like how Christ fixes that in the next life, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it's just kind of that 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 hope and that trust that we have that Christ is going to do that. Mm. Um, I think to a large extent it just requires imagination. Sure. So we have the truth of the Word of God that we hold on to. And we're not quite sure how that works out. There's some mystery. There's some mystery there. So I think yeah. some of our imagination kind of fuels that sometimes, I think. Well, I think a good example of that, like with the illustration you just used, like First Samuel, I think 12, um, after David and Bathsheba's child dies, right? Mm-hmm. That whole time David's in mourning, and then when he finds out the child's dead, he cleans himself up, he eats, and he tells his servants that you know um, he's he's done mourning because he's going to see this baby again. Yeah, he has this hope that there's some yeah. sort of in shul. He shall he not come to me; I shall go to him. him. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's already gone on right, and I'm going to join him one day. Right. Uh, and and I think and I think that's true of of, of life and souls. But man, I think that's true of all pain. Like mm. Even if you think of an assault, sure, that that God is going to bring restoration, and somehow we are going to rejoice in such a way that that's like my joy is so much greater now, having yeah. been healed. Yeah, it's having yeah. been healed and actually seen the justice of God displayed. Yeah, the, well, the justice yeah. of God and the healing of God. Yeah. Uh, so you, you think of you think of just using just use a physical example like sure. um, I never think about my back, mm-hmm. never think about it until I hurt my back, or and you then, wake up in the morning, <laughs> or not yet, not yet. I I'm not an army broke <laughs> or a marine broke. Is that what they say? Yeah. Uh, but you know, so so like, but when my back when I do throw it out and it hurts, yeah, then then I notice my back and it's painful. But when that pain goes away, I'm like, Oh, Mm. like there's a praise that lifts up out of my, out of my mouth. Yeah. Because I lost it and then I got it back. Mm. So I think you can look at the parables of like the lost coin. Oh yeah. I was thinking about all sheep. Right. And it's like this woman, this woman had (laughs) this little bag of coins and she lost one. Yeah. And it it was anxious. Man, she tore her house apart, right? Looking for that coin. Uh, and when she found it, you remember what she did? Yeah, she she celebrated. She threw a party. Yeah, and it's like that party would have never happened had she not lost a coin. Mm-hmm. If she not lost a coin, she'd have just had her bag of coins, right? But she lost a coin and got it back. And that caused a party. Mm-hmm. And so I think that in life, like each of those parables, 
ends yeah. that way, yeah, right? for sure. In celebration. Uh, so I think in this life, when we think about the brokenness of this life and the pain of this life, it's like we've lost something, mm-hmm. and that does cause anxiousness. That does cause tears and pain. But we have to have the hope that one day Christ is going to make it right. Mm-hmm. And when he makes things right, and we party. Yeah. And and the party would have never happened had we not had that earlier pain. Yeah, and, and we party in full communion with the Father, mm-hmm. right? Like there's, um, there's no separation, yeah. you know? It's like, I, I mean like, man, you know, we've been preaching in Genesis 2 the last couple of weeks, and I've just been thinking about, man, what what must it have been like to have that full, no separation, no mm-hmm. sin, no pain, no none of that. Our Garden of Eden, you know, communion with the Father. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's why we celebrate so, we should celebrate so big uh, during Easter. Mm-hmm. Because Christ has removed that separation if we are in him, right? The resurrection is a promise of party. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like Wayne's Bros. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wayne's World. Okay. Wayne's yeah. World. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Party so I, time. Excellent. This is this. Is, we're, we're completely winging this. This is not where I thought we would go. But I think that party not only is it a oneness with the Father and Son. Yeah. But it's also like in that parable of the woman with the lost coin. Like she called her neighbors. Right. Over. She called her family in, and that party was a celebration of the community right uh that everyone was able to celebrate what was lost and then found Mm. what was broken and then restored Mm -hmm. what was what was brought back into the fold Mm. Hmm. that's good stuff yeah so lent Lent is (laughs) where, where, where were we so yeah but um in this sense you know we we mourn the marred image uh that has been marred by sin, um, that we are born in iniquity, that we choose sin, yeah. that we, um, man, we, we love and desire other things other than God, other relate than a relationship with God. Right. And yeah. then we mourn it. Your, your words there, the, the marred, you know, what Image. was marred, I, I think of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So Christ, we can celebrate his life, mm-hmm. but then he had this, horrible thing happened to him called the cross yeah the torture the pain the betrayal the death yeah but then what was broken and what was lost was restored in the resurrection so the 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 whole idea i think of lent is man we're preparing our hearts for that resurrection celebration right so sometimes it is remembering what's broken. Mm-hmm. In particular, I th- I think it's good to think about like what is broken within me as far as my sin goes. Yeah. Yeah, and then we as we look to the cross, we see the restoration that occurs in the work of Christ. It, you know, Lent is I think uh, there's a lot of misnomers and maybe misunderstandings about what it is and um I've heard people say like, "Man, I'm not looking at this trash i'm looking at the resurrection you know and it's like i think there's truth in that sure but i think that we when we understand the bad news to where we started Mm -hmm. we see how good and glorious christ is 
and his work, right? So in the process of the, or the, the 40 days of Lent mm-hmm. is an opportunity for us to get our eyes off of, you know, ourselves, yeah. you know, and if it's on ourselves, it's on our brokenness. And, uh, that's why we, you know, we do things like fast. We do things yeah. like, um, we, 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 uh, you can fast, you spend time meditating on the word. You can, you know, any number of the spiritual disciplines, you have an opportunity yeah. to engage. Right. Well, and that's what, and that's what we are doing with our church. So what, what we're doing with our church, we are saying, all right, Lent 40 days before Easter, we have this program where it's one thing to read, mm-hmm. one thing to memorize, one thing to pray and one thing to give up. Uh, so for me, you know, one of my, I guess, weak points, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I can fall into as far as sin goes, it's not a sin in and of itself, but it can become a sin, is I, I like to escape through like streaming shows. Like media. Yeah, media. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be scrolling on my phone through Facebook and Twitter to watch the world burn, Mm. Um, everyone, everyone slows down for a wreck, right? So that's right. that's what I get on Twitter for. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> the, uh, so it's but a, for it's me, a trash heap. <laughs> it is, it and it's on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but for me, the the really weak point was like I would get on Netflix. Mm. So like the kids would go to sleep, and I'm like thinking, okay, they're gonna fall asleep in five minutes, so I'm gonna watch a show you know, while they're up and down so I can sit here and so I'll start a show and then that show kind of turns into a full show and then that show will turn into two shows because I'm like, well, I'll go watch it while I wash dishes and I'll watch TV <laughs> while I'm washing dishes. And you think, well, what's wrong with that? You're cutting loose. You're relaxing some. You've had a full day. Yeah. I think the, the problem was I was not having any silent time. Mm. I was not having any time to contemplate. I had to fully, like, I was I was escaping my issues and I was escaping my problems by like getting involved in a story and stories have always captivated me. Yeah. It's almost like uh, kind of like Jonah, right? Jonah is called by God to do something and he, he runs and he, he escapes by going to sleep on yeah. the ship, you know? And it's almost like uh, in today's day and age, media can be used in that manner. Right. It's like we are, uh, we shut our brains down almost <laughs> to, to, to disappear. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I would say like on this one thing to give up on this one thing to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's, it doesn't matter if like you haven't started yet. Yeah. Like this should be a, I think like focusing on the spiritual disciplines on Lent is a reminder that this should be the rest of our life as well. We should be doing these disciplines always. Yeah. This is just a time where we get to talk about it more and focus in on it. So I would say, even if you haven't said, this is what I'm going to fast from. This is what I'm going to leave behind until, until Easter. Uh, think about that. Yeah. You know, what what is what is something that you can, can fast from to give up? And and the goal is not to go find a new vice. Right. The goal is to say when I have that longing, when I have that, when I have that time when I would typically sit down, mm. and start watching a show to direct my mind towards Christ mm. and to his sacrifice and let that remind me of my brokenness mm-hmm. and, and the issues that I need to deal with. 
Yeah, so the verse we've been meditating on um, at least the first week of yeah. Lent. Yeah, so that so that was a, that was kind of the one thing to sacrifice, mm-hmm. and we said we have one thing to memorize. Right. right. So we we did uh, verses uh, ch- uh, Matthew chapter five verses three and four, which says, "Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the humble, for they nope. shall." No, you're... I'm sorry, I yep. skipped ahead. You Blessed skipped ahead. are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. There it is. Yeah, I think that's when when we're talking about fasting. You're just talking about giving something up and and that longing, right? Mm -hmm. And and as we think about what we're you know while we're longing for that thing we've given up, um, what you're saying is is we don't just fill it with another thing, right? I'm I'm done streaming videos. That doesn't mean go on YouTube. So I'm therefore, (laughs) yeah, so I'm therefore now going to download and create all these new social media apps and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be backwards, right? So there's a replacement aspect. Yeah, but what are we replacing? Mm -hmm. And and this is a good example of, blessed are those who mourn, for what? They shall be comforted. Well, who are they to be comforted by? You know, like, how how are you considering that? And that fits in with the first part of our conversation. Totally. You're mourning now. So if you're going through your hurt, you've been hurt in this life, and you're mourning now, blessed. Yeah. You're blessed. You are blessed. You And that word can be translated happy. Happy are you mm-hmm. for mourning. Because mm. one day you will be comforted. Yeah. That's the hope. And, you can, and you're comforted today, you know? Yeah, comforted today. Yeah, it's past tense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just a beautiful aspect. So if if we were to say, like, what's the challenge, right? Like, wh- what should you do? Well, I, I would say this. Do you have knowledge of your sin? Mm-hmm. You know? Are you poor in spirit? That's poor in spirit. That's poor in spirit. Do you have knowledge of your sin? Um, and, and do you have knowledge of a ready and willing Savior to comfort you? Mm-hmm. Like, who is Christ to you? Is he your Savior? And uh, if he's not, man, we would encourage you to to consider the things of God. Um, man, hit us up. Contact us. We'd love to talk with you. But if he is, will you go to him? Like, if, you're not, if you have knowledge of your sin and you have knowledge of a Savior, do you go to him? Hmm. In your sin, in your brokenness, in your weakness, in your hardship, all of those things, do you come to him? And will you be comforted by him? Do you seek him for comfort, or do you seek the things of like streaming? Yeah. Or, because know. it isn't isn't that what I'm going for? Whenever mm-hmm. whenever I try to escape, yeah. when I'm trying to escape the 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 stresses in my life through going to streaming a show, I'm saying I want comfort. Right. And I'm I'm running, I'm running to. Oh, uh, yeah. It's it's a you know, a worthless you know, thing, a broken a cistern. Thing. Yeah, right. Like yeah. Jeremiah talks about these broken cisterns, and 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 First Samuel uh, twelve, he talks about the people of Israel who have looked to things that cannot rescue them. Yeah. <laughs> you know that are worthless, yeah. and so, um, mm-hmm. so yeah. What? Where do you go for comfort? Uh, our hope is that you would go to Jesus, and that it, man, if you're recognizing. You haven't been. You've been looking to these broken cisterns that cannot comfort and that just empty themselves out fully of water. <laughs> Man, uh, you, you need to go somewhere 
better, mm-hmm. and there is something better, and that's and that's Christ. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. So I think with with this program, we're we're trying going to do a podcast for each week. So right. that would have been, I think, six podcasts. Uh, we missed last week. Last mm-hmm. week was the first full week. Uh, so I guess one week we'll be dropping two podcasts, maybe. Yeah, probably Some, something like that. Maybe we could hit a uh, um, first part of the week, no. back half of the week. I don't, I don't know. know. You'll find out when it drops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the inconsistencies, folks. You know, uh, we're but, both bivocational. Yep. So, <laughs> but I would say, yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of what we're doing. So, mm-hmm. if you haven't jumped in with this program yet, we send it out in the weekly email. It's on our Facebook page at, at CC Heights, uh, and they kind of lays it out there, like what we're trying to do. Totally. And All you right. can follow this podcast um, on every major platform as well. So, man, we'd encourage you to do that, and we thank you again for listening to the Christ Community Church Podcast. Till next time.